guys, we've got a great episode of Minivan Men lined up for you. We're going to start by talking about my daughter's cheap birthday from Costco. Then we're going to catch up on Al and his diet for the new year. And lastly, we're going to talk about how my son can sometimes act like a real asshole. All of that and more on Minivan Men starting now. Yeah, you had the you had a party at your house. Yeah, well, it wasn't even, <laughs> it wasn't even at our house. It was in the park. Um, you know, it's Mila's second birthday, so she's you know the second kid. It's a two second birthday, and I've always been of the mindset throughout that we spend way too much for these parties anyway. Like Dara. So, so you decided to go Mexican style public park. Oh, Mexican style public park. Even worse, we didn't even barbecue. We went to Costco, and <laughs> yeah, we got to get rotisserie chickens. Dude, we got like a $30 cake, and we got 10 $10 pizzas. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, I spent... So you went Costco pizza on it. It's like, uh, you didn't... No chicken bakes? Nothing? nothing Listen, man, I went... We went from spending like three grand, or I don't know how much, whatever we spent, three or four grand on Dara's birthday to what? spend... What? Oh, because you had... I remember Dara's birthday, when I went over your house, you had animals penned in. Yeah, Dara's birthday... Dara's birthdays have been events. It's like, you know, it's like Great Gatsby. That's how it goes. <laughs> I mean, it's been event, like, because we do, it's not, here's the problem is like some of those, like the animal thing or the bouncy and stuff, you know, it, they, you can get <laughs> them for. It a lot of money. No, well, you the, go, your wife says, we got to get the good bouncy, right? I don't want to get the, just the cheap bouncy. My wife said, tried to pull, get, let's get two bouncies. Well, no, one listen. for the little kids, one for the big kids. They're saying, no, no bouncies. Yeah, no, but, that, but the problem is, even look, here's the problem, is that once you do the bouncy thing, none of us at our house, are, none of us barbecues, none of us cooks. So we do that, like, we go, okay, you're going to spend whatever, let's say 500 bucks or something or whatever it comes out to, 1,000 bucks on the bouncy and the entertainment and stuff. But now you're like, well, we got to feed people. So now we're like, how many people are we at? And at this point, this is Dara's birthdays, at this point, like, you know, friends and our friends and their friends, and the next thing you know, you got you're expecting a hundred people, and then you go to uh, like wood fire and you get them to, to to cater it, and now you're spending another thousand on food, and it's just and then the booze, and now you get and now you need someone to serve the booze, and so that just escalates. Mila's yeah. in the park. I felt bad. I mean, I picked up, I, I walked out of Costco having spent 150 bucks, and I was like, I feel I feel like we're we're really not doing this girl right. No, but, you're doing things normal because what happened was is we went, you go overboard with the first kid. Everybody freaks out, oh, I got a kid and I need to have this party. And you're not, a, when they're one and two years old, when you're having, you're having a party for your friends because the kids don't know what the hell is going on really at this point. I mean, did she blow out candles? Did well, she get she, it? She, yeah, well, she, she's a little afraid of candles, but she still yeah. kind of got involved. But it's funny actually what you said because I've, look, I started out sane and normal. Uh, I, I thought we should do small stuff. But whatever happened, somehow along the way we got lost. I feel like I'm at a uh, like an AA uh, meeting here. Uh, we lost our way, and we started going with these over-the-top parties. And then bringing it back down, you're right. It felt so good. We were in the park, just a bunch of little kids. My wife had hired this music teacher lady that was little little older. Kind of seemed like somebody who like probably was like working in an office when she was like, you know, 40 and decided I'm gonna go teach kids music. So that, even that felt like, I was like, we did not get the top of the line music teacher. We got like, you know, second career music teacher. Um, yeah, so we always go, you go performer 
and you have to have some sort of entertainment. We have had reptile guys at our parties. We had Sam Shazam, who's awesome, by the way. If you're in the L.A. area, Sam Shazam kills it. Very dry. And then um, we've had bouncy houses. We've had Travel Town, which is where all the the, the uh, it's sort of a railroad museum, and they have a little train that goes around the entire property in Griffith Park in Los Angeles. We've gone to all of these places, and you're right. You sort of the guest list starts to get out of hand, and my wife get, maybe invites more people than we should, and we gotta invite them, and you can't hand out. Uh, who did you invite? What friends do you have at two years old? Exactly. That's the point. I mean, originally, like, look, the first birthday we had for Dara, our first boy, he used to spend a lot of time in the park with our nanny. And then, and it was funny, we went to the park and it was like all the nannies came from every angle. It was like, a, it was like biker nannies. Like they were coming in with the babies and like, it was, it was basically a party thrown for the, for the nannies. And I remember my wife went to some like hoity-toity cupcake place and got the cupcakes. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, why are we spending, you know prime money on on the nannies for we don't even know these nannies <laughs> you know and uh and, and and it just went south i mean it, look what happens is like one mom talks to another mom and they're like oh you got to get the cake from here you got to get the cupcake. like pritha like like for for dara's second birthday we were like okay dinosaur we want a dinosaur cake so we called some place that was gonna that created a dinosaur cake that actually looked more like it was more like a dragon but it was like it was a work of art. It was like you know I don't I forget how much the cake was. The cake yeah, was because like, it's not a square. It's probably think three D. There's a dragon oh yeah. head coming out of the thing. Yeah, three hundred like three hundred fifty bucks just for the cake. You're killing me. Also, everyone's got to know that Moz is paying Beverly Hills prices. In my neighborhood, I get the bouncy house, and I did a joke like this in my act for a long time, Mexican Party Supply Store, Lupita's Party Supply. Oh, yeah. My bouncy house does not cost a lot of money. Well, no, like it you would... go in, and it's all knockoff stuff. That was the joke. It's like, you don't have Dora the Explorer. You guys have Dora the Explorer? Oh, well, we have something similar. It's Stacy the Spelunker. Yeah. So, yeah, you get... All of this stuff, super cheap, and the chairs and everything like that. So, to you know, neighborhood-wise, I'm living, you know, in more of a reasonable neighborhood. But they gouge you guys over there for no, everything. no, no. But no, the cake we we had to go to like to the valley to get. Like you, people weren't making this cake. I mean, this is the problem. Becomes doesn't matter where you are. If you want a 3D dinosaur cake. You're going to be spending 300 and something bucks. Because yeah, even, somebody like competed on Cake Boss or something. Oh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Cause, cause yeah. so, so it was nice to actually do a birthday because these kids, like you said, they don't know the difference. And they're Nobody si- cares. Oh, they love the cake? They love the, the Al, they love the $25 cake. Sure. Every kid was pounding the $25 cake. We had half of a cake left over, which we always do whether we spend 25 or 350 And we would, people were taking it home. People were happy. It was fantastic. Baby had a great time, you know. Yeah, we had a great time. All the friends were there. Yeah, man. So it was. Uh, I mean, like I said, on on, just for a minute, I felt a little bit of guilt. I was like, God, I, you know, we really go over the top for Dara, and, and we're not really doing much for her. But I, hey, I know what's coming, man. You know, when when they turn in the teens and the sweet sixteens and all that crap. I mean, yeah, you know. it's nonstop expenses. But you want them to have a good time at their party, and just the ones that they remember. And how long do you keep it going for? Like my daughter is turning seven next week, or the week after that. But we're gonna we said decided no party, and we're gonna take her to Disneyland with a friend. And then her dream is to 
fly to see my mom in San Francisco. So when you do the price tag, which I think my mom is going to pay for, which is nice because she's so thrilled that that's what she wants to do. Uh Um, But the price tag of this is way more than a party because we thought we were like, okay, no party. We're going to save some money. And now we're taking Disneyland. Then we're going to buy a bunch of crap there. Now I'm flying to San Francisco. I'm losing – you know, it's just like it's turned into a whole another mess by even not having a party. Now we're like Make-A-Wish Foundation. And I I just – I don't think you win either way. But again – we just want our kids to have a good time. How does at your the party. How does your seven year old pick one friend? Don't they have like a, like a million friends that they want to invite? You can narrow it down to best friend. You can you, you by that time you can say isolate. Okay, this girl Rory or whatever is going to be the friend. Right. It doesn't matter. Whatever, whoever she picks, I don't care. But somebody broke something down for me, which changed. It's sort of making me think differently about my wife um i have an armenian dad that i hang out with on a regular basis who and i won't name names but just he doesn't like his wife very much (laughs) uh, he always has given her the business i mean he's downright rude at times but he does it in a funny way but he's very macho and chauvinistic as you can imagine he would be. I'm not sure if you know the, the guy if, or if all Armenian dads are the same way. But he's a physician. Uh-huh. And um, he looked at me. We were hanging out over. I went over his house for Christmas. We were very close with these people. And then he said, notice how they turn everything into a project. Huh. Everything's a project with them, huh? And I go, what? <laughs> he goes, yeah. He goes, look at this. They don't work. But then what they're going to do is Halloween. It's a project. I got to go and get this. And I got to I'm so busy with all of these things. But they're just making more busy for themselves. I got to go to the valley and get the cake with the dragon head. $350. <laughs> and I got to go to this place and get the bouncy house. And I got to go listen. Now all these people got to be invited. When really you could put the thing together. If we wanted to and we're forced to, we could put the whole thing together in an hour. By jamming over to Vons and getting the cake and getting all the stuff and putting everybody in the park and everybody would be just as happy. You know, and you send out the invites in a proper amount of time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it is like a whole men and women are different thing. But I'm just saying, like, he really made me think. And it's like, oh, yeah, my wife does sort of busy herself with all of these household projects, which is great. Yeah. But at the same time, like we're gonna refurnish, we're gonna recover a chair and or your furniture thing. Oh or, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so this guy should be a comedy writer. That was a good idea. It was <laughs> a lot of projects, and it really said. And then now he said it in front of my wife, and and my wife, you know, shut up. You know, tell them to shut up. Look how they gang up on me. They always get you. You leave to New York, and then they gang up on me when I'm not you know, not here. And uh, the guy's hilarious. That sounds like he sounds but, like really funny. He's a very funny guy. They pick on me. I, I, I just be quiet, and I walk around, and then they do their projects, and they come. And he's a very funny guy. But he also, I made the mistake of bringing this up to Kristen. I said, "Is this another project?" Oh. And she just, oh, ow. Unleashed on me. I can't. I got to learn. I need a Maz Jibrani training session. What would be, what would Maz do? Remember that. What, what would Maz, Maz do? do? He would not bring up the project. Like, <laughs> you know? Let's um, let's take a break. Yeah. And uh, then we'll come back Beautiful. and talk about some other crap. 
Yo, this is Chris Spencer. I know you guys are listening to us. You're laughing and you're, you're telling everybody about us, but we need you to rate it. So when you go on iTunes, rate us. Go down to where it says comments and say, hey, I think you're groovy. Hey, everybody, we're back. Uh, two big shows happening, and uh, hopefully everybody watched it. I watched it. Uh, the Real Husbands of Hollywood, uh, Chris Spencer, our own minivan men's Chris Spencer, he has this show we've been talking about for months and months and months. It's out now, and I just watched the first episode last night and again this morning because I was having the people I live with in New York here watch it. And funny the second time. I mean, it really is legitimately, and I would not plug crap it, it, a, a hilarious, funny show, Maz. You saw it. It's great, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's great, and you and and people can catch it on BET. Um, I believe is it every Tuesday night? Every Tuesday, yeah. Right? But it's gonna be. I'm sure they're gonna be rerunning it. I'm sure they have they have chunks of it on BET.com. I'm sure BET online, and it's a website. Um, but <laughs> it's a hit show for them. We're so happy for Chris because um, it got network type numbers. What did it got? Four million, five million viewers. I think it. I'm I sure. think it, it. It beat everyone out that night. Like all the other big networks were beaten out on but, cable. Yeah. It was number one on cable for sure. Yeah. 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 And then it even beat some network shows. I was in the airport flying back from uh, L.A. to New York, and I heard people talking. You know how they have the little Seize Candy kiosk? Yeah. <laughs> the, those chicks were all talking about it. That's it was awesome. great. That's awesome. And I was bragging. I'm like, I know that guy. That's I know funny. Yeah, you guys talking about house? I know the dude. Yeah. So it was awesome. They're like, uh, yeah, was, right, whatever. Yeah. No, they, they, they believe me. Yeah. And uh, they loved it, and it, you, you should definitely watch it. I recommend it. Um, Kevin Hart is funny. J.B. Smooth from Curb Your Enthusiasm is in it. He's you hilarious. know who was really funny was uh, Robin Thicke. Yeah, he's really good. They were all they – were, they all, I think they all did a really good job. Um, and it's a, yeah. it's a great cast, and uh, people got to catch it. And then the other thing they got to catch is you have a Showtime special coming out on Saturday night. So if you're listening to this, you got to TiVo and DVR the, um, the Mazda Showtime show. What's it called? Yeah, it's called uh, Mazda Brani, I Come in Peace. And it's, uh, it premieres on Showtime uh, this Saturday, 8.30 uh, Eastern and uh, Pacific and uh, 7.30 Central. So people can watch it and TiVo it. And it, was, yeah. it was the one I went to Sweden and shot. So uh, it's cool, oh, man. Oh, that's I, cool. Yeah, I hope people enjoy sh- it. Check it out. I want to see that. And you shot it in Sweden, and then you sold it to Showtime. That was the plan. You did it. That's how we did it, man. It's pretty, it's pretty cool to see that come to fruition. So I'm excited that's about That's awesome. That. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then how did that turn out? Because we were all worried about the Swedish crew and, like, what was the final verdict on that? It's that a little out of fo- it's a little it. out of focus, but other than that, <laughs> <laughs> if you have 3D glasses, please wear them. Uh, it'll help a lot. No, no it's um, great. It came out. You know, it's funny. The lighting is a little dark, but uh, but we were able to do like color correction and stuff and make it work. But it was it was really a, a great experience to go out and do this, and it's a victory in my mind to to go out and shoot my own thing and be able to sell it uh, and have them air it and and uh, and and it's good. It, it, it's that lesson we keep telling ourselves which is create your own opportunities over and over and over again. We keep saying that, and it's so important uh, in life and, and, and also in this business that we're in. I mean, you know, uh, I told people a little while ago when I sold, and you've done this before too, I, I sold a TV show this year uh, to CBS, and we wrote the script, and now is the, it's pilot season when they pick out the, the script. Which pilots are going to make, yeah. yeah so, the, they, so everybody buys, and you, we've been over this a couple of times when we talk about this industry stuff. So what happens is, yeah, they, they bought 
20 pilots and now they pick they're going to pick the four comedies that they're going to make and you you learn that yours is not one of those yeah mine was not picked and it was it was interesting because we wrote the script we were happy with the script with the feedback we got from cbs was they really liked the script now the the problem was at the same time i, I was like reading uh the trades and i was reading about how i mean this is how competitive it's gotten now i was reading about how chuck lorry who's a CBS god. He's got Two and a Half Men. He's got Mike and Molly. I think he's got something else. He is doing a show next year with the actress Anna Ferris, who, according to Deadline Hollywood, was an actress that a lot of networks have been trying to get into business with. So right off the bat, I'm reading that, and this is the mentality that people... So, you know, so there goes one. There's there goes one, one slot. slot. There goes one slot. <laughs> then I read another thing that said that another showrunner is doing a show with Robin Williams. I'm like, well, okay, there goes a second slot. Um, then there's a show that's kind of a comedy dramedy. They're doing a reboot of Beverly Hills Cop with Brandon T. Jackson starring. He's the guy from uh, um, uh, Tropic Thunder, yeah. the black guy's Tropic Thunder. And Eddie Murphy's going to be producing and doing a cameo in the pilot. So I'm reading this. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm competing with Robin Williams, Eddie Murphy, and, and Anna, uh, Chuck uh, Glory and Anna Chuck, Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I would pick them too, you know? Uh, and, and I'm like, how am I ever going to break? Like, it's, it's, it's intimidating. You're like, how are you ever going to break into uh, a show? I mean, it really is like hitting the lottery to nowadays is so competitive. And like, you, you know, you, you sold a script uh, like two years ago, right? Wasn't it two years ago? Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's tough. And they said, we really think this should be a uh, multi-camera sitcom. And I said, no, nah, I think it should be a single camera. And of course, you know, I think the, the lesson is just go along with whatever notes that they give you. I was just trying to be stubborn. And so, um, I think they, you know, went and picked up a bunch of stuff, but they picked up a bunch of like, that's when Tim Allen got picked up. Like you said, you're up against these major heavyweights and stars really have to align for one of these things to work. But it's amazing that you got that opportunity in the first place. And also, again, with Chris having this hit show on the air, this is a huge deal because we all know what it takes to have this happen. So congratulations, Chris. And then for you to actually shoot that special in Sweden, on your own dime and sell it to a, a major network like Showtime. That's that's crazy. So um, good work. And then yeah. on the more importantly, let's hear it. I, I've lost seven pounds. Seven pounds. Seven pounds over here. Yeah, oh remember I was God. talking about if you were listening to previous episodes, I was doing New Year's resolutions and really trying to get my doctor said I needed to get my weight down to 165 for my cholesterol because I'm on statin drugs. I'm taking like a Lipitor knockoff over here and. Um, I have been hitting the gym. I went today. I went yesterday. I got a trainer, kicked my ass. Awesome. And uh, I've been doing it, man. It I'm feels like good, really doesn't it? Slimming down. Yeah, I've been keeping it light for lunch. And, you know, this whole, who, who would have thought diet and exercise is actually working out? It's just the willpower that it takes, too, because when you work out, you feel like you can balance, oh, I earned the right to eat a bunch of those peanut M&Ms that they're having, the peanut butter M&Ms, which are delicious, by the way. Um, and Oreos are sitting out. We have the worst food at The Daily Show. Oh, it's we horrible. surrounded by just uh, everybody. We have more Pringles well, than I've ever seen at any place. The craft services, the, the, the environment that you work in when you're on a set is usually very bad. Because the, the crew needs to eat. The, yeah. the crew is a bunch of, like, guys that are union workers that they have to eat. Like, they get, all right, it's time for the third lunch. Yeah. 
Third lunch is here. We got Parmesan cheese, you know, chicken Parmesan sandwiches. Yeah. And then those show up, and everybody, and you're just like, I'll try a half of a chicken Parmesan sandwich, and you don't even need to eat. Yeah. It's like that Taco Bell fourth meal thing. Like, what? The, like, they, we have that on shows. Yeah. And pizzas get brought in. And you have to really have a lot of willpower. And then when you're working out, when you feel like you're doing something positive, that your willpower needs to be stronger because you feel like, oh, okay, I, I earn the right to have these Oreos. Now, let me ask you and, this. Uh, have yeah. you, in, in starting this exercise, because I, I was doing the boot camp, and I'm going to go back to it now, but, but I, I started and then suddenly some like back injuries and stuff started hitting me fast. Now, have you run into any injuries where you're like, oh, man, this is going to slow me down? I mean, I had this trainer yesterday, this guy, huge black guy, Alan, uh, who um, just thinks I'm a mess. Like, he just said, I don't know what happened to your body. I think, you know what it is? I have my wallet in my back pocket. Oh, I always have driven on a huge wallet. I pared it down. I started carrying it in my front pocket now. But for years, I think I have, like, I'm all been out of shape. Why do you even have a wallet? You got to do, like, a money clip or nothing. I do nothing. Yeah, but you've never carried a big wallet with business cards. I used cards to when I was in high school and I had a Velcro wallet. I've stopped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never stopped that. I always had a wallet in my back pocket and would just jump in the car and drive with a wallet in my back pocket. Get rid of and it. And so, man. yeah, I did, I did. But it's, you know, years and years of that builds up and your body's all crooked. So, oh. I mean, he, yesterday I told the guy, I go, I've never touched my toes in my entire life. I don't ever remember touching my toes. And that was 20 minutes left in the workout. And he goes, today before you leave, you're going to touch your toes. Oh, jeez. And that guy bent me and, like, he stretched me. And he's, like, part chiropractor. And he bent. I touched my toes yesterday for the very first time. Isn't that supposed to be, like, a slow, like, six months process, not the first day? He just took your first day. He just he stretched my ass. He's like, today you're going to lose 20 pounds. I was like Stretch Armstrong. No, he just like, he bent me, man. It was crazy. And he goes, I told you. I said, yeah, I mean, he's Today, you're going to bench press 450 pounds. That's when you're here <laughs> in the wrong trainer. No, it was good. And then anger issue-wise, I feel like I've been pretty good keeping nice. it together. Nice. I've been, I've been really trying, man. Um, Dude, be careful, feel man. People, people have guns nowadays. It's crazy. Every time I turn on the CNN.com, there's somebody shooting somebody. Yeah, it's really horrible. Don't get I mean, angry. Denson. Um, yeah, we just had that happen. Uh, the uh, people in Texas, gun advocates, were inviting everyone to come, gun owners to come and move to Texas, and then they just had a big shooting in, in Houston. Yeah. So it's just constant. I feel like we've become numb to it. That's what I was saying when that uh, Newtown thing happened, is that we've all become numb to this violence. But anyway, you're right. I should. I, who knows what will happen. I have two kids. I never get... I'm telling you, I just have violent thoughts, and I, and you know how I like, I hold a grudge. We've talked about this, yeah. Like, I with other comics, and it's so funny watching that JB Smooth character on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was hilarious, uh, but and I don't want to like, be that. What guy. is it? He's the be, hater. Is that what he is? He's, he's the, the hater. hater. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to be funny. the hater. Let me ask you so something. I have you ever I'm, have you ever been inclined to take like martial arts ever? I, I want to. I want to be able to fight. Like, I really want to be able to, like, uh, if I do get in a situation, I want to be able to kick somebody's ass. But then that's the old man. I've never been in a, You know, for all the rage issues that I have, I am not... I've never been in a fight. But I'm saying more in terms of, like, learning... Getting it the out. discipline of... Like, I, I, you know, these guys that are, like, you know, they're black belts, but they're like, I will not fight you because 
I'm at peace. I know I will you know kill you. Yeah, yeah. I will kill or, you if I touch you right now. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could yeah, use I that line. Ugh. I don't know, man. Um, I I just don't have the time for that. I'm trying to crank out a bunch of stuff. That's the other part of this New Year's resolution is I'm writing my ass off and I'm trying to get some scripts done. So I feel like with work and all the travel and everything, I've got my hands full. I can't be taking up Muay Thai boxing or something. Right. Um, <laughs> You'll have a yeah. great body but no career. No career. Fantastic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, be like, whatever happened Piscopo. to Al Madrigal? Oh, he became a personal trainer. Yeah, he Piscopoed. And now Piscopo. he uh, yeah. lives in the valley. Yeah. And he's super buff. Uh, buff guy. Yeah, I got to work out. And um, yeah, let's take, a, let's take another break. And speaking of rage issues, I want to talk about, you said you were having problems with Dara and yeah. temper tantrums. Yeah, let's come back and talk so about So let's that. take a break and we'll talk about the kids throwing fits because uh, I, I got an idea. Guys, thanks for all the support. Make sure to go to Facebook and go to our page under Minivan Men and like us there. You can also find that page by going to our website, minivanmen.com, and clicking on the Facebook link. See you on Facebook. We are back. Uh, so Dara's been flipping out. Yeah, so, so my boy, four and a half, and he'll do these things. It, it, it is literally, it's like sometimes there's no logic to it. Now, um, there was a lady, there's been a lady, that, that, I met this lady who has like, that teaches like communications classes with like your kids. And it's kind what, of. What's her name? Um, I forget her name right now. My, Micah, Micah something. And, and, I'll, and, I'll, and I told her, I said, you know what, we'll get you in as a guest one time because I think it's, we, we, it would be good to have some guests come in and talk to us about these things. But some of the things she was talking about was similar to what you'd said before, which is like, if they're getting angry, go eye to eye, talk at their level, all that stuff. But the other thing she was saying was, she goes, if they're throwing a fit, you know, get away from the, like, just be like, listen, I want you to take your time. Once you're ready to talk, we'll talk. Because she goes, one thing is, when you try to talk to them when they're throwing their fit, um, they're completely illogical. So it's almost like if it was a water level, the water level has gone all the way to the top of their heads, and there's no room for logic. Like, there's only like an inch left on top of their head for logic. So you got to wait for that water to come back down on the head so that there's room for logic. And then she was saying, when you talk to them about the logic, she said, try and be sympathetic. So, you know, you know, you approach it oh, with like... Yeah, Kristen always says that. I yeah. know. It's okay. Well, yeah, it's, right. it's, it's, but it's more like, you know, like saying like, now, you know, what's, what's, what's your problem? Whatever. You know, mommy wouldn't do... Or, or you know, Mila, the, my sister would, took my boob. And, I, and then you go, I know that's got to be frustrating, right? Yeah, it's frustrating. And it's, you know, talk through it, right? And so... Yeah. I tried that a few times, and it's and it's interesting because the fits he's throwing now, he's throwing these fits, and they come with this loud, kind of screechy, kind of cry, crying, screaming thing that, like, you sit there for a little you bit. Start to, you start to hate him. Like, you, start, you really do start to hate him. Like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's okay to say that. I, I mean, you want to grab him, and you want to just toss the rest of the room yeah. and say, come out when you're done. Yeah, and also, and, and also the other thing is that you... You start you start doubting this this little uh, lesson that's been taught you, which is like talk to them, and then you want to talk and talk and talk, and then at some point you're like, that's enough, you know, like suddenly you lose it, and it's everything you've been working on has just gone down the drain, 
Um, so yeah, I don't know how you know it's it's amazing. Like the the it'll be random times. A lot of times it's because he's tired or something. But like, I mean, I'll just give you a, a concrete example of what happened today. I I dropped him off at the house uh, with my wife. I went to get Mila from her school. It was just right down the street. I was literally gone for like ten minutes. Uh, Dara was shooting baskets when I left. My wife was like in their room, just with the door open, listen, you know, hearing her, him, but doing her own thing. I guess in the interim, some something happened where when I came home, he was in the kitchen just bawling, and our nanny was there cooking, and I and my wife was still in her room, and I said, "What happened?" Now the, Dara- the nanny takes a lot of crap, right? Uh, what, well, she didn't know what was going on either because she just she just arrived, uh, you know. But the nanny's not like some punching bag for your kid, though, right? No, 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 no. She was just cooking and like she 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 didn't, she asked me. She's like, "What happened?" And I was like, "I don't know. I just got here." So then I sat down to talk to him. I go, "Dara, what's going on?" And he, and he goes, "I was trying to, you know, uh, text Hale. That's his friend. I was trying to text Hale. Like my wife lets lets him take her ah. phone and do like um like like just like texting. And it's kind of it's kind of cool. Like he actually like." gets pretty close in spelling the words which i'm impressed with as a four-year-old but all right um so but, i just think that's too soon well, but, well but here's the thing i was trying to take because it was hale's birthday today and hale wasn't at school so dara what's was, his name what's the kid's name hale hale so what yeah it's a name don't worry it's okay um all right so that's he's a cute kid. Not angry. cute kid okay so <laughs> don't pick a fight with hale um right. anger anger um <laughs> but no so so he was trying to text hale uh, something along the lines. He's, he's like, I was trying to say, you know, happy birthday, and mommy was helping me, and she, she, I told her I want to do it, and then she put ha- a P instead of a B, so she put birthday, and and uh, I wanted to put, and just on and on and on. I'm like, Dara, what are you oh, talking just about? Shush. Yeah, I'm like, what are you talking? Like, it's not a big. Don't worry about it. We no can big go. Deal. Yeah, I was She's- like, just relax. You know, and, and I'm trying all different kinds of things. I'm like, you want some apple juice? It'll make me feel make you feel better because because her sister his sister was just having an apple juice. You want an apple juice? Make you feel better? Let's talk. No, and it starts getting into that. I'm like, oh god. So all right, you know, at some point, I don't. I feel like it's no big deal. Why don't you go in your room and just take a break, and then we'll come back out and we'll try it again, okay? But when you're ready to behave like a big boy. Then we can do this again, but I'm not going to be talking to. See, it's been so long. Like I can totally have a conversation and reason with my kids at this point. Yeah, and um, yeah, nobody really is wigging out too much. Even I Louisa mean, at seven understands the logic. Yeah, you know what? A little bit, and then you know what? Kristen again, my wife, masters in education, reading. Just you know, really is she's good at this. Just sends her to a room and says, "When you're ready to come out, come out." You know, I do that with him. I, t- I put him in his room. I go, I want you to think about it. I'll be back in a minute or two. And, I, and you know, he's still bawling and he's still crying. And then I got to go in and talk to him. And there's c- crying and talking. And it's and it's a little bit of let's talk it through. And it's a little bit of like manipulating him with some sort of getting his mind off of whatever it was that, that he was upset about. Because in reality, the thing he's upset about is not that big of a deal. You know, yeah. Um, so it's if you can distract them with something like, you know, well, okay, well, you know, well, right now, you know, your friend is here, Donovan, the neighbor's kid, is here, and he wants to play. So if you're ready to finish this, we can go outside and play with him. And like two minutes later, he's outside playing. You know, but it's just it's a continuous, almost like almost like once a day. You know, sometimes it's TV related. You know, if you're turning a TV off. I didn't get to watch TV. You've been watching for an hour. 
I, but I wanted to watch TV. And both my no, wife yeah, and I were you like, just don't want them to overreact like that. Oh. You just want your kids to be cool. Oh. And, um, yeah, well, we only get an hour TV. You know what? You got to do that five minutes thing. We you do. We have two we do. more minutes left. Oh yeah, we do that. It's you know it's when he's when he's at that melting point. It's exactly what you were saying about like it's funny too because today I'd finished with my work, so I like I was excited to be hanging out with him and her. I had both of them home, and I was like, we're gonna hang in the backyard, kick the soccer ball a little bit, play, and then maybe go to the park. And our nanny was here too, but but you know whatever. I had time to hang, and so I'm trying to play with him. I'm getting the soccer ball out. I'm getting the football out. I got him. What was it? I got him some snack. I, again, my daughter was having a snack, so he had the snack. Oh, a pickle, sweet pickle. He stopped crying because she was having a sweet pickle. I go, you want a sweet pickle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give him the pickle. Crying ends. I go, all right, let's go outside. I go, where are your shoes? He's like, in mommy's room. I go, okay, go get the shoes from mommy. And then he's like, oh, my mommy. And it went right back into, I was like, oh, I shouldn't have mentioned mommy. I was like, that Is was it a- late in the afternoon? Is he just tired? I think it's fatigue. I think it's definitely fatigue. Um, and it's, but it's just, it's exactly what you said. It's like, at some point I was like, you jerk. I'm here. I want to play with you. And you're just being a jerk. Because he was. He was actually being kind of like, he was kind of being a dick. Like, I was playing, like, I would, like, at one point I, I took the football and I, and I was like, you want to throw, you know? And I threw it at him and, like, he grabbed it and, like, he threw it the other way. And I was like, what no, the hell are you doing? dude. Go, I'm like, what the hell is that? That's just being an asshole. Just being an yeah. asshole. <laughs> Like people, like you, so, you wouldn't do that. If your friend did that to you, you'd be like, you know what, bro? I'm going home. I'm out of here. I don't need your shit. Well, I do that to I do that to Lorenzo all the time. I go do it again, and I walk away right now. Yeah. If he ever pulls that on me and starts even like half throwing it, yeah. And I don't have to be out here playing with you. And you know that dad around the block that doesn't play with his kids at all? Yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Like there's a dad that we have around our block that doesn't spend any time with his kids. And my son knows who they are. And I talk about it all the time. Like, you want me to be that dad? And I also, I feel horrible because I'm away all the time. Yeah. So when I feel like, you know, he's everything actually, he's been, you know, my kids have been super cool because we just miss each other so much. Um, but... If anything, like when it did come out like that when they were little, I mean, Kristen has to deal with it all the time. Now we have to deal with my son being sort of mean to my daughter. Yeah. And he's just not allowed to do it. He does it all the time. He's, we taught him how to do comebacks and now he does put downs. He's too good at it. He got too good at it. He actually had a put down on me on the, I was on the Daily Show this last Monday and I came out wearing Michelle Obama had. Did you watch the inauguration? Uh, I missed it. I was doing some stuff. I didn't see it. Well, uh, Michelle Obama has new bangs. Okay. And the joke was that the um, young African-American lady we have on the show, Jessica Williams, came out with new bangs. And then I was covering the White House, uh, you know, different from a different perspective. And I came out and I had new bangs as well. Mm-hmm. And then Lorenzo said, he go, I said, Louisa, do you like my bangs? And she goes, no, I don't like them. I like your regular hair. And then Lorenzo said, I like them. At least they cover up all the zits on your forehead. Ah, nice. Burn. <laughs> and then I go, ooh, dude, if I was there, I would tickle you right now. I'd put my thumb, you know, I'd, I'd do this Tickle Brothers thing where i jam my thumbs into his armpits, kill him. Yeah. And, uh, and then he started crying. What? Because he didn't intend, it was such a burn that he didn't know how good it was, and he thought he really hurt my feelings. Oh, boy. Yeah, it was bad. See, that's the thing. What you were saying about your wife having this degree, I think, like, 
to be a parent, you almost need a degree because, because, you know, some of the things that goes on, like with Dara, and I'm sure with Lorenzo right there, part of it might be, like for Dara, I know that sometimes, like, he'll do things because I'm thinking he wants some attention. You know, like if I'm, if I'm holding Mila and I'm playing with her and he's, and he's you know, losing it, I know that there's got to be some stuff there about, like, pay me attention. You know, and I'm oh sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm sure yeah, the thing sure. that happened with Lorenzo, like if you were, you know, there, there's got to be some. He stuff. misses me yeah. so much and didn't want to upset me in any way. <laughs> like, yeah, it's horrible. Uh, there is some deep psychological stuff going on, and I think what it has to happen all the time is like, buddy, you know, I love you, but you can't be acting this way, and you're gonna have to go to your room and figure it out. Yeah, you know, I love you. But I, and I want to play ball with you, but if you kick it in the other direction another time, I'm going to have to go inside. You know I love you. Yeah. Don't do it again. Yeah. All right, let's just have a hug and a timeout. We do um, family hug sometime. What's family hug? And family hug is when I get, um, the, I get the little girl in my arms. I pick everybody up. I'll pick each kid up in my arms, and you can do it now because they're so small. And then we all come together and we do, uh, you know, just a quick, like, little huddle. Like team, yeah, 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 team, yeah. Jab- sure. team Jabroni. Sure. Dude, let's do Team Jabroni right now. Okay, everybody happy? And everybody sort of gets along and does, okay, uh, and go. You know, and right. just let's go get them. And that sort of works in bringing everybody. Like, we definitely are a unit. You know, we're, we're a good group. Um, so... I feel like that really helps us get through some of the tough times. Well, I'll try like some. Tantrums. I'll try some family hugs, and uh, if he keeps screaming, it'll turn into a family headlock. Yeah, totally. <laughs> a family Team full Jabrani. Nelson. We've family. had when I notice things are getting really dicey between the two of them, or when they're at each other's throats. Everybody's like, "We'll do a." It's sort of family hug time, and that'll snap everybody out of it. And yeah, craziness, man. All right, Team Jabrani. Get it together. Team Jobrani. Guys, send us message. Send us your uh, your thoughts on all this stuff. Uh, minivanmen at gmail.com. If you I am techniques. checking that. We haven't gotten messages for a while. We've got a couple things. And, you know, we'll do – we haven't checked in on email, so we'll we'll do that next uh, next show. Thanks for bearing with us. Everybody's been incredibly busy, um, and I know we've been doing irregular. We all got swamped during the holidays, but we'll, back, we'll be back. We'll crank these out as much as we can. We love hearing from everybody on the Facebook page at All Things Comedy. You can check out some of the other podcasts. That business is picking up. We're doing big stuff, so we got a lot of ton of uh, we got a ton of crap going on we're trying to keep uh, cranking these out any parenting questions you'd like us to come up with their answers to or we I, I don't know if we have any answers after all but um we have experienced a lot of this stuff so if you have younger kids especially please uh, hit us up at minivanmen at gmail and um we'll keep trying to do these as much as we possibly can uh, for Chris Spencer, I've been Al Magical, and uh, what's your name again? Maz Jabrani. Right, Saturday later, night, everybody. showtime. Watch it. All right, folks, thanks for listening. If you want to get in touch or find out more, you can go to minivanmen.com or contact us through our websites. There's thechrisspencer.com. Mazjobrani.com and almadrigal.com. We hope to hear from you. Thanks. Mini Man Man.